this is just uh, not good enough. Uh, well, yes, Your Lordship. I'm very sorry to have got myself locked in the vault and wasted everyone's time getting me out. Have to have something done about this vault, Lovegrove. Can't have chat wandering in and out. Oh, indeed, sir. I couldn't agree more, sir. Uh, but how about, to, uh, to make up for all the trouble I've caused, how about I ask you, Lord Silton, to press the button on this? Take a look at this. Fantastic, isn't it, Lovegrove? Oh, quite fantastic, Your Lordship. Indeed so, sir. Yes, the randomizer. Three years old and still one of the most impressive feats of engineering advancement. One does, of course, deplore change. Oh, of course one does, sir. Ah, but this machine can take us back to bygone days of classic Jerry Anderson shows from decades past. Now, Your Lordship, if you'd care to press the button. Stopping job of work, my man. Well, that appears to be it. Yes, and in just a few moments, we'll get a printout with an episode title on it. Ah, here it is. Did you see that, Lovegrove? Outrageous. Oh, indeed, sir. Outrageous, sir. Right, let's see. Oh, okay. Well, we're heading back over to Four Feather Falls today for a spot of trouble. Now, I wonder what sort of trouble he had in mind. It's safe as houses. It could be. No, it is. The four feathers on this hat are magic. They enable Tex Tucker's dog and horse to speak, and his guns to fire without him even touching them. And now, another exciting adventure from Four Feather Falls. So, welcome back to Four Feather Falls on the Randomizer, and, uh, Oh, you know what? I've got to say, after a run of HD episodes, it's... Oh, I'm back in horrible, grotty, SD, black and white. I mean, the Four Feather Fools DVDs, they look okay, but um, sometimes they do look a bit grotty. And even, even the best episodes on DVD, coming to them from Blu-ray, it just... There's no comparison, is there? I, I want this show on Blu-ray. I think it deserves it. Anyway, this week it's safe as houses. Oh, that's interesting. This puppet, Missouri Mike. He, uh, they've sculpted his lips into a whistling position, which is quite sweet. By Jove, old bean, you're absolutely right. Worse today. Well, if I hear a ride, someone's feeling kind of happy. Hmm. We'll soon put a stop to that. No one comes to Four Feather Falls to be happy. Howdy, stranger. And howdy to you. Oh, but he has got a nice smiling face, this gentleman. Four Feather Falls. Four Feather Falls. Four Feather Falls? Oh, I must have hit quite a trail since I left little old Missouri. Why, where are you heading? Anyways, I can make a save. Missouri Mike can sell folks things they never even knew they wanted. Ah. A general dealer, they call me. Is this going to be another crooked salesman comes to town episode? Ah, uh, that'd be telling. Oh, for right now, I'm going to say possibly yes, although the puppet looks too genuinely pleasant to be a, I'll go out to the wagon. a villain, but uh, let's see what he's got for sale anyway. The whistle is a nice touch. Oh. Come on, folks, gather up. He's selling safes. Here that mustn't be missed. Colourful character, ain't he? You ask me, old bean. I'd say he's a charlatan. Oh. oh, for Pete's sake, why don't you talk English just now? I'm with Rocky there, I think. What's a Charlie Town? 
A fraud, my dear chap. An imposter. To put it briefly, one who is not all he's cracked up to be. Oh, Rocky's ears have, have, have got wires on them. I just noticed with the way they're wiggling. I call it just nonsense. Well, I reckon we shouldn't judge a guy by his looks. Yeah. Otherwise, half the people in this town will be out on their ear. There you are, folks. 18 inches square as solid steel. <laughs> I've been all over the Union. They've sold like hotcakes. Hotcakes. Jesus, this deserves the happy music. Suggestible to me. Ah, oh, figure of speech, old-timer. You can take my word for it. Mark's handy home safes is something no sensible householder should do without. <laughs> Each one's got his own key, so no one else can open it. And the door's so thick, <laughs> it'd take dynamite to shift it. You know what? Tex is watching all this from the door. Handy home safes? No, can't say I do. Won't rust, won't bust. Mark's safes you can trust. Oh. That's what they say, and they're right, too. I'm not sure if this is deliberate, but the, the puppet is, seems to have one finger longer than the other. I think it's meant to be a pointing finger, but it definitely looks longer than the rest of his hand. It's quite unnerving. I've seen that face somewhere before. Ooh. You've seen it on a wanted poster. Well, I love Rocky's instant total hatred of this guy. It's lovely. It sure looks okay. The question is, what's it for? What's it for? Why, to keep your money. The president himself uses one. I'm afraid you won't make much of a sale around here, mister. We don't got no money. And their falls keeps their money in the bank. Oh, yeah. Mr. Jackson's bank. Oh, oh, yes, indeed. That is quite right. <laughs> we get it out of Mr. Jackson's hands. Too. <laughs> Thanks to our sheriff. <laughs> Why, any money that has been stolen has always been got right back. <laughs> Once we form vigilante commissions and threaten to get a new sheriff. Eventually. Why is that so now? Well, customer's always right. <laughs> Happy to be... No, no, they're not. Having worked in retail, I can say no, they are not. That is the first incorrect rule of being a customer. Oh, that real friendly. <laughs> Set them up all round, will you? Hey, little wretch. Today's drinking partners may be tomorrow's customers. Drink up, boys. <laughs> Just going to get myself freshened up, and I'll be right with you. I, I assume I have a room. <laughs> he didn't ask for one, I don't think. Oh. But now he's got a gun and a mask on. And he's eyeing up the bank. Dan, I'll s send it off right away, Sheriff. How long do you reckon for the answer, boss? Couple of hours, I guess. Probably about two minutes before the end of the episode. Uh, doing anything, uh, special? You're sending this wire? Why? Well, I don't wish to worry you, but some rotter's just gone... <laughs> There's the rotter. Come on. Ooh, with the gunfire, we might we might even have to upgrade him to a bounder or a cad. Yes, having heard the gunshots, the uh, the people in the bar of. Uh, but you better check, Marvin. It's just stepped out into the street very slowly and casually. We were all in the saloon. Yeah, and that's where I'm going back to right now. <laughs> Got it. Hey, finished drinking for the day. Yeah, fancy the bank being shut up. Maybe there's something in these home safe things after all. Everything's okay, Tech. Our friend Mike has just shot out the windows. Now, Rocky, suppose you tell me what this masked man looks like. Yeah, there's about one in the house, Slim. Yeah. You just had one. Still in the bank. Have it on me, old timer. Why, thanks. You heard it, gentlemen. I want to be completely sozzled by midday. Nearly cut myself shaving. 
Someone shot up in the bank. No. Really? Oh. His enormous finger is starting to disturb me, actually. Also, his nose is quite large. Belong? Right. Uh, Dusty, you wait here and bring the answer to my office the minute it comes. Okay, boss. Now, look at it this way. No cook's gonna waste time robbing every house and... The happy, pleasant salesman theme music is back. I like this. Let's be safe for him one of these. How much... I'm assuming this is a Barry Gray track, but it's not on the uh, soundtrack album. Got yourself a deal. Bring one round to the office, will you? A pleasure, Sheriff. There's your example, folks. So there's no need to hold back. Tell you what I'll do. There's a special offer. I'll give away a free bottle of this Napoleon brandy with every safe I set. Now, what do you say? Uh, I say you're on. <laughs> I can't resist free booze. Already have. Well, without wishing to be disrespectful, you must be out of your mind. Suppose you... Ooh. Rocky's got attitude this week. Oh. Mad as a hatter. You'd better keep an eye on him. Well then, what are you going to do about it? About the shooting? Not much, I guess. Guy got clean away. And anyways, he didn't take anything. And you yourself said that if any money gets stolen from the bank, you always get it back in the end. Hold it. Thanks, Dusty. Okay, shoot. Now, this Missouri Mike. He's breaking the bank. You got proof? Oh, you don't understand. Folks are drawing out all their money to keep in these safes. Oh, that's why Mr. Jackson's annoyed. You've got to stop it. Reckon folks are entitled to keep the money where they like. Oh, uh, hold it, Marvin. The uh, Crooked Cellar's theme music is playing. Here he comes. Ah, you're in on it, too. Well, I might have known that I was wasting my time. All I can say is I'd expected more loyalty from a, a sheriff. A sheriff whose abilities I have doubted multiple times and have driven out of town on more than one occasion. I was expecting better. Hearted air does seem to be missing. Looks mighty fine brandy to me. Tell me, why do you shoot up the bank? Ooh. <laughs> well, I guess you figured it was me, huh? Sure. You got an explanation? Oh, Walt's fans selling things. Folks want to buy. Sometimes they uh, need kind of persuading. <laughs> Didn't take from the bank, just from the customers. Reckon I can't lock you up for that. Wow. Shooting at the bank, yeah. Breaking the windows, that's fine. Here. Be seeing you. Yeah. Oh, crash zoom on the bottle. I suspect it may be drugged. Get rich quick. <laughs> Oh dear. Sleep well. Yep. Bet you've never tasted brandy like that before. <laughs> He's assuming this isn't the way most days in Four for the Falls end, with everybody just lying face down in a bottle of their own drink. Oh dear. Dan Morse is out. Jim is out at the saloon. Criminal, the way folks sleep at their posts. Just criminal. Hmm. Where's... oh. Oh, Ma Doughty, who hasn't been seen in this episode. No, not Ma Doughty. Ma Jones! Ma Doughty's the other one. You had a good day today. Yeah, Ma Jones hasn't even been in the episode up until this point, but she's been she's been uh, hobbled as well. <laughs> Is that really all they got Denise to do for this episode? Just lying in front of a fireplace going, oh, 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 oh. 
Oh dear. Where's little Jake? Is he... Is he out of it as well? Oh! Well, I'll be a three-toed grass lizard. That's very clever. Life's full of surprises, ain't it? So he came to, to pick Tex's safe. In a safe. But Tex had put his magic guns in the safe. Good brandy away. And he knew not to drink the brandy. Okay. Inside. <laughs> Doggone. How did you find out? He's taking the whole uh, being rumbled thing remarkably well. Pockets too. Seems you didn't tell him there was a second installment to pay. Ooh. Oh, Mike. Yep. You'll find a key in the door. Lock yourself in, will you? I'm so tired. Oh, oh Mike. Yeah. Throw the key out on the office floor, will you? You don't think I'm that crazy, do you? Whoa. There it goes. Now you've lost the key. It's going to be a long time before we get you out. Oh, well. Well, we'll have to be out of here by next week when uh, Pedro or Big Ben or Fernando needs to be locked in there. Well, that was safe as houses, and uh, that was another thoroughly uh, thoroughly standard episode of Four for the Falls, really. Plenty of enjoyable stuff there. Again, we've seen the whole crooked uh, seller comes to town and uh, is crooked thing before so it's it's not unusual in terms of the story but I, I did like that Mike guest character the puppets very well con constructed and uh, the voice is perfect as well nice to see once again all our regular characters making complete fools of themselves except good old Tex Tucker he's the only one with his head screwed on right around here well that and his horse and his dog